Welcome back, everybody, to the Competitive Edge. I am your host, uh, Mark Dominic. Yeah, that's that's my name. Um, you know, and we have my co-hosts, both of both of them, both of them, both of them, both of them. Brittany and Shelly are here, <laughs> or as Elite now says, Brittany, Brittany, Brittany. Um, <laughs> anyway, we're recording on a Saturday. Tomorrow is a special event, a special day, which tomorrow is Sunday. You will hear this on Monday. So this would have already passed. So you can't show up. You can't ask where it is. <laughs> You're not going to be there. You can't sit with us. Shelly's baby shower. Shelly. So exciting. So I know exciting. I'm not invited. I'm still salty about that. I'm still, I've been fuming over that since the previous episode, but it's I don't, fine. I was, I wasn't invited to your Halloween party. I don't, you were in the hospital. It's next weekend. Oh, Oh, yeah, that one. You want to come? I already have another party I'm going to. Oh, so. well, then fuck you. <laughs> yeah, we don't care. We don't but care. I wasn't invited is the point I'm you trying to make. Invited. But anyways, No, I wasn't. I told you. Oh. It's not your party. <laughs> so what? But I know I was the one that actually started telling everyone to come over on Halloween. She, she literally and did. I literally started planning it. And I told I told Mark, I was like, oh, yeah, you're having a Halloween party. He was like, oh, literally. All right. And found- like Juliana's flying out. Amy's flying out. I'd start telling people and they got their plane tickets. So there's we just can't That's not hilarious. have the party. I literally found out a couple of weeks ago. And I'm like, wait, what? I'm That's having, pretty- a, I'm having a Halloween party. Oh. I mean, the last time you had a party, I was showing everybody the house as if it was mine. It is basically my house. <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> I love how everybody thinks my house is their house. I mean, like, did you see my bedroom? Oh, my God. <laughs> the princess room. Is my is my picture still in there because I left a photo of yes, myself? Yes, it's it is. still in there. Okay, good. Oh my god, <laughs> that's how I marked my territory. <laughs> Pissed on it like that. <laughs> oh my god, I don't even own my own house. This is, this is wild. But yeah, uh, okay. So tomorrow is your baby shower. Yes. Are you fucking excited? I am excited. You know, it, showers are so weird. Like opening gifts in front of people is like weird. Um, and I normally am like very bad at accepting gifts. Like it's not my jam. I don't, I'm not a good gift receiver. I think it's just awkward, but when it comes to this baby shower, I'm so stoked to get anything and everything baby because babies need so much shit Mm -hmm. and it is so expensive. So I'm gladly like, Oh my God. Yes. Here, here's my registry link. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, to raise a kid zero to 18, you're looking at an average of five to $700,000. Yes. That's that's not including college. Right. <laughs> it's if you, if you ain't got guap, don't have them kids. Thousands and thousands of dollars you spend just in the first like six months. And it's things that they don't use past six months. Oh my right. God. Right. There's so many people that like they're like, Oh, I wanna have I wanna have a baby, but they can't even take care of themselves. Bro. That it's is crazy. That is literally our society. And like, if they have a problem, yes. like she'll get really hard and then they'll finally have like a little break where they got control mm-hmm. of everything. Like, uh, I'm going to have, a, I'm going to have a kid now. I'm, I'm going to have a kid. I'm going to have a, I'm going to get a dog by a dog. And I'm like, what the fuck's <laughs> wrong with you, man? Like y'all are so addicted to fucking chaos. You can't stand not having craziness, but this is why everyone has health issues that are yep. stress related. You know? That's exactly it. But I don't mean to go on a tangent. I'm sorry. Talk about your baby shower. Tell us. No, no, that's it. I'm just excited. I'm excited to see my friends. I'm so excited. My family. Just be together. Um, have lots of sweet treats. Sweet Liz treat. got Ooh. lots of sweet well, treats on deck. Britt's going to be there. So you ain't got none oh, now. So see, here's the thing is that I was actually going to do a little free meal today. But never mind. Oh. I'm going to save it. I don't know. We got lots of sweet treats. We got the same 
sweet treat lady that did the sweet table at my wedding. You weren't there, Britt, but there was a very lovely table of sweet treats. Lovely. Uh, yes, by Sadie Baby Sweets, and they are fantastic. Okay, well, might save all of my energy for that one. I mean, we got like cupcakes, like chocolate dipped crispies, like all, all the things. Jesus Christ. Jesus will be there too. Don't worry. <laughs> Jesus will be there too. I, mm-hmm. I won't Always. though. So just to mm-hmm. clarify that. You won't. I won't. Brett, how was your week? It was a pretty good week. Yeah. It, the weeks here are just flying by. That's how mm-hmm. it always is. It's just crazy. Like it's nuts that I've been here since July. July, August, September, October. It's like three months. Yeah. Four months almost. Almost four. That's Brett, it feels like you've been here forever. Really? Oh, that makes yeah. me feel happy. It feels like you belong. I do belong. I belong. I feel like I don't remember what it was like when you weren't here. Right? Was I ever not here? I know. You have to ask that question. Just like, was I ever not pregnant? Because I feel like I've been pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) That's been happening forever. (laughs) Oh, man. man. Mark, how was your week? Yeah, I mean, fucking fantastic. I Oh, good. To build on what I was talking about last week, and if you didn't listen to last week's episode, go listen to that, and you'll understand what I'm talking about. I started building momentum and racking up wins, like like, like absolute gnarly wins where I'm like, holy shit, man. Like When I tapped back in, it's like I, I, I started riding a bike again. It was like picking, you know how you haven't like got on a bike for a couple of years, but then you get back on for like whatever, like your little nephew or niece has one. You're like, I'm going to fucking get on this bike. You know, like I got back <laughs> on that bike and I rode that bitch and I was like, Oh my God, this is what it feels like. And I was immediately <laughs> happier, immediately happier. And my wife was like, was like, I could see it. Like it's, it's the thing is humans. If you're wondering why you're unhappy, it's most likely because humans find the most self-worth and satisfaction and happiness in overcoming adversity. Period. 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 Is that, is that a you quote or is that like something you? Oh no, that's me. That's on me, baby. Gotcha. I don't. I don't know. I've probably heard it somewhere, but like to give you the actual origin. I mean, dude, this thing with like quotes and stuff. And I'm not talking like people posting information on social media that they claim is theirs, but it's not. They got it from another source, like a mentor or something. Which all these people are out there bullshitting. The things that I talk about and I say, I've probably picked up from somewhere. You know, I, again, these are. Has everybody said something in the history of mankind at least once? Yeah, of course. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know where the, where the origin point of this, but, but the reality is like, think about all the times that you've always been happiest. And when you felt the most joy in self-worth and it's an overcoming adversity, it's from conquering challenges. That's it, man. And that's, that's where I find the most amount of happiness for myself and i've been doing that and i've been fucking killing this week has been insane man take good it's just been leaps and leaps forward almost like every day seems like a month at this point mm. it's been crazy Yo, Love that for you. i feel like when you're constantly achieving i know we're not supposed to ride the highs but you kind of ride a little bit higher you know what i mean if you're constantly like overcoming and achieving because you're gaining confidence yes confidence i think people misunderstand what confidence is Confidence is simply you meeting your own expectations on a consistent basis. Like, think about this, right? When you were a kid and you tied your shoes for the first time, your parents were like, yeah, fucking clap, right? Mm-hmm. Does anybody clap when you tie your fucking shoes now? No. <laughs> Do you think about it when you tie your shoes? 
because you're confident in your capabilities of tying shoes, <laughs> right? No, no. Now, again, if you consistently keep achieving and winning, you're gaining confidence in yourself. It's thoughtless. Like you're not expecting a pat on the back. But here's the thing. Everyone thinks in today's society and social media culture that everyone deserves a pat on the back, but there's no, you deserve no pats on the back for what you're doing. You're doing it for yourself. Be happy with yourself because you're instilling confidence in yourself to be able to overcome the next challenge ahead of you. Mm-hmm. People want a lot of cookies. People want a lot of fucking cookies. You deserve none. No cookies for you. No cookies. No McDonald's. No McDonald's. Oh, for real. That's, that's, a, that's on the way today. I'm going to have a free meal. Um, and I'm going to eat McDonald's. I got legs today, so it's a free meal day for I'm me. I'm jealous. I know. I'm well, what McDonald's Mark won't today. know, doesn't know, I'm not, won't hurt him. <laughs> I, I'm, I might get McDonald's today just for walking. Mm. <laughs> it's a walk day. Hey, you're, you're, entitled, <laughs> you're entitled to that. And I say people are entitled to nothing, but in your case, it's a little different. If I take a 30 minute walk, that is such a task for me. And that sounds awful. And I know, I know there's women out there who lift till they're freaking nine months pregnant. But when you have the health issues I have yeah. <laughs> that make it so that I cannot do that. Oh, a 30 minute walk is a huge, a huge win that deserves a cheap meal. <laughs> you know, when my mom was pregnant, she loves to tell the story. My dad will tell the same story that when she was pregnant up until like eight months, she was squatting like 255. <laughs> yeah yeah she That's would lift crazy. and i yeah i i there's i think there's if i'm not mistaken my parents have a ton of home videos from like when i was younger and i believe there is a video of her while she's pregnant like lifting i love Wings. that i must see this i'm envious of that i, I am her. determined yeah. to make my next pregnancy successful you're, where i can just lift the whole time you're having another pregnancy <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Oh, fuck. It's already planned. You got to clear up that gut dysbiosis first, though. Yeah, we're going to have to run a GI map. We are. Because fuck gastros. We're, we're not going to go down that that rabbit hole, but yeah. They have no idea what they're talking about. No, I've been dismissed so many times, and I've been hospitalized right. for two weeks. You're, no, you're right, Doc. Nothing's wrong. Let's he just, was like, yeah, everything's better. I was like, uh, he's like, just come back if the symptoms come back. And I was like, I'm not coming here. I'm going to go <laughs> to the hospital again. <laughs> Right. But thanks. Crazy, man. Crazy. Well, today I have a good episode planned for those of you that have tried to achieve something great, but you come up short and then you quit. Those people that, uh, and you you know them, like you, you both could reflect in your mind and someone probably comes to mind. They talk this big game, right? They got all these plans, all the shit that they're going to fucking do. And they're talking about, talking about and nothing fucking happens. Mm-hmm. And so when we talk about this topic today, there is, this applies to everybody. Like your desired pursuit, whether it is bodybuilding or coaching or a career or a business, or you're an, you know, you're an artist to some degree. Um, and you're selling your stuff on Etsy or social media. You want to be the best mom or best dad that you can be. You want to be a fantastic tennis player, right? You want to be a keynote speaker, a leader of some sort, a mentor of some sort. This is all going to apply. It's very applicable to everybody. The problem is in all of these endeavors and roles, it requires a massive amount of focus, consistency, and persistence. But today we are so easily distracted 
by so many different things. There's so much. This is why everyone's so stressed. There's just so much to do. And then everyone talks about balance and they keep throwing shit in their lives or, hey, everything's going great. Let's have a kid or let's throw a dog in the mix like we just talked about. And then they throw craziness into the mix. And the issue is they just lack focus. So, you know, in any great endeavor, this is the number one thing it requires. It requires this tunnel vision. And people talk about tunnel vision all the time. They talk about, um, you know, I, I think a lot of people in social media use a lot of buzzwords about how to be successful, but they don't actually, they aren't actually successful themselves. Right. And it's like, co- what kind of buzzwords? Um, Oh, the, my favorite ones today are talking about in business, uh, heart and passion impact, impact, <laughs> impact with the T or, um, you know, culture is a massive buzzword, but I don't think people understand what culture truly is mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. people are saying they're creating culture within their team, but there's no culture to be seen. Mm-hmm. They're just being nice. They're, that's the thing. <laughs> there's a difference. So, so there's a difference between being nice to your team and doing nice things and giving nice things versus a cohesive team that works together, that works to make sure that the team wins in all facets and everyone is eating. There it is. Mm-hmm. That's, that is the difference. And I think a lot of people are using buzzwords or trying to be, try to put themselves off as super nice and giving for the purpose of earning money. When that shouldn't be the focus. That's what we're going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. It's being focused and, and being successful and winning in the end is, is about one thing and one thing only. It's about winning each day and only focusing on the task at hand. It's as simple as this. Small daily actions that you consistently pursue and achieve on a daily basis, repetitively. It's small actions. I think a lot of people have struggle. They struggle with one thing when it comes to achieving big goals. Where do I start? You know, where do I, where do I begin? I don't even know. There's so much. There's a, it's literally just small, actionable items that you conquer and achieve each day. And you should, only, you should have a, a honed focus on the purpose. And, you know, I, I think a lot of people also get too focused. They widen their lens too much and they start thinking ahead when it comes to task organization in order to get to from point A to point B or to their goal. And I think people think ahead too much. They widen the scope instead of thinking about, well, what can I do today to improve my position? They're like, okay, well, what do I need to do this month? They set like these weekly goals, monthly goals, yearly goals. Goals are great. I, I, I do love goals and I love benchmarks. And I think it's important to think 10 years. I mean, as a futurist, I'm constantly thinking five, 10 years in the future. But people lose focus of what's important. That's winning today, literally becoming 1% better, moving that needle, just inching it forward closer to your goal each day. That's simply what it is. And so when you start looking at whatever it is you're trying to achieve, creating a business, which is a wildly challenging task, and requires a lot of effort consistently. People are thinking, well, okay, I need, I need a name. I need a brand. I need, uh, I, I need these, these specific people. I need mentors. I need just, I started Tommy train with $0, no mentors, $0 in my pocket, no mentors. All I did 
is pick out a couple different actionable items each day. And then I achieve those and cross them off my list each day. Shelly, we've talked about power listing on this podcast. How many times? So, so many fucking countless fucking countless because it's important. It is literally the foundation of becoming successful in any facet, anything that mm-hmm. we're talking about or people are talking about in order that, that they want to achieve. You have to win the day. You have mm-hmm. to power list, right? Literally the old, the way to win the day is simple as this. Grab a notebook at Walmart for 10 cents or 30 cents or whatever they cost. I don't know. I don't go to Walmart, but so I don't actually go to the store at all, but nonetheless, order on Amazon, order a notebook, get a pen, you know, the thing that you write with and on the cover, put power list, just title it power list, go to page one, write today's fucking date and day list one through five number at one through five and put five actionable items that you have to achieve and finish today that will get you closer to your goal. Not, not to the goal, closer to your goal. 1% closer, a half a percentage closer. You know what I think people do is that they put too much on their to-do list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, they, they put, fucking do. They, they, they have like so, and shit that doesn't even matter. They just want to be able to cross it off. And so they go and they hit the things that don't really matter because it, it doesn't stress them out enough. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then they let the, the stuff that's important like fall by the wayside throughout the day. I right. That should only be like three to five items a day. That's yes, it. absolutely. That's it. I was telling Mark a couple of days ago, I was like, I, before I go to bed, I power list and I write what I need to do the next day and it has mm-hmm. to be done. Um, and I plan out my meals and shit. And that's already finished, like prior to the day starting. And I find that people just don't want to be organized like that. Like they don't want to, they don't want to power list. They, I mean, I'm a bodybuilder, so I'm going to, I'm going to do this, but they don't want to track their lifts. They don't want to write down anything. They don't, they just don't want to be organized and they don't want to like, like Mark is saying, like win the day daily. And they think too big picture and they just put right. way too much on the list um, and then they can't, they, they can't gain confidence cause they can't, they, mm-hmm. they, they can't complete the, the small ass list mm-hmm. because they make the list way too big. Now you're tied it together, <laughs> which is why I talked about what confidence is in the beginning of this fucking podcast. I think the biggest problem is people. It's not that people don't want to do this stuff. They don't see people that are very successful in their own realm. Do these things because no one's sitting there talking about, Oh, here's the things I write on my fucking list to do each day. Here's the fucking bullshit little my things I do. My affirmation. Here's here's all the here's all the non-exciting shit that I do. Like no one wants to see that shit. Because they think that there's no way that simple shit like that could get you there. Right. They Did, really they they don't they don't know. Have you ever seen either of you ever seen Bill Gates working in his shed in his backyard building Microsoft? Nope. Nope. You ever see Zuckerberg in his fucking dorm room, a video of him? building Facebook in the dorm room. You ever see video of that? Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. You ever see Elon Musk building fucking Tesla in a basement? Nope. 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 See, the thing is we only get to see the finished products of what people do. That's great. We don't get to see the little actionable items each day. And you're right, Britt. Like people put too much on their list. You tell them to make a power list. They put 10 things on there. And then they might only get, you know, five of those things done and they have to put an L at the top of the sheet because at the end of the day, 
you should be able to cross off all these items. If you finished all the actionable items that are getting you closer to your goal, you should be able to put a W at the top of the, the, the sheet each day and go, I won the day. Or L, I, I lost the day. And it's okay to lose days. Like it's okay to not finish all of your tasks each day because at the end of the day, if, you, if, if there's 365 days in a fucking year and you win 350 of those fucking days, are you not going to be better off? Are you not going to be further ahead? Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah, you are. But, but the thing is, is like people don't even have a way to track this. And I'm not talking about putting five goals on your sheet, like weekly goals. I'm not talking about monthly goals. I'm talking about literally five things that you have to get done today to put your closure to go. I don't care if it's a fucking weekend. I don't care if it's Monday. They're still the power list. Okay. For example, my power list today, one check-ins. I have a couple check-ins for people that are in prep or some health phases I need to get done. I got those check-ins done. My morning walk with my gratitude and affirmations. Okay, that's done. Action item number three, podcast. Oh, we're, we're getting it done right fucking now. Okay. Item number four, program for new athletes. Number five, schedule the calls for the consults for the new applicants this week. And line that up. Those are my five actionable items. I'm already fucking done with three of the five today. And what time is it? 1036 a.m. Fuck this day. I own it. I win the day. And you better believe that even though those are simple things, those are putting me closer to my goal of being an absolute dominant man in the industry. It's that simple. But I, I think most people don't, one, don't think that's important. They don't understand the value of it. But a lot of people don't have the foresight to dig the holes, plant the plants, water and fertilize, and then do that every single day for not months, years. They don't understand the value of that. You, you are literally going to have to do these shit, these little small actionable items every single day to get you closer to your goal until it is time to harvest. And if it's time to make that money or be the person that you want to be or be the dad that you want to be or build the business you want to build or be the coach that produces IFBB pros. The problem is on social media, you're only seeing the end results. You're not seeing what people are doing on a daily basis and it's misleading you and misguiding you. Mm-hmm. And not only that, you're short, too short-term uh, sighted. You get so easily distracted and you lack the focus. And, and part of this is a societal problem. People lack patience. People feel entitled. I made, a, I made a story post on that this morning about entitlement. People see a little bit of success. They see a little win and they think they're entitled to more. They think that they are going to win everything. People in society don't understand that opportunity sometimes presents itself as failure. And instead, that's an opportunity to actually become better. And so they give up very easily. And then they change. You know those people that always have a new business idea? Those people that always have a new plan of how to get rich? Mm-hmm. They're going to inevitably fail forever. They're not mm-hmm. resilient. They don't have foresight. They don't understand what it takes to become successful. It's far easier for them to just to quit and start something else. They lack resiliency. But the biggest thing is that I think people depend so much on motivation today. 
like that that meme that fires them up the podcast that fires them up they see somebody else doing something that ignites that fire and it's burning in their stomach and they're like, i'm gonna go fucking get it today that shit's fleeting man it's gone so do you remember a couple of days ago when i was telling you when i first signed on with you i was so excited I was so like, I was, that was the most in love with bodybuilding I ever was. Mm -hmm. I was, and I still am, but that fire that I had then is honestly not there anymore. Right. But I'm disciplined every single day because Mm -hmm. of the love I had previously. Right. Mm -hmm. And that is, that is what I gained from that. And now every single day. It's just like clockwork. I just make everything happen every single day, even though I'm not necessarily motivated anymore, but I just have a lot of discipline and overarching overall love for what I do. And Mm -hmm. so I see the importance of just continuing to check off the boxes every single day, even though the fire and the spark is, is not necessarily there anymore. And it's not always going to be there. No, it's not always going to be there when you're trying to achieve something. And honestly, it might come back in six months and I might be like, I'm more in love with bodybuilding than I ever have been is six months from now. But right now, not really, but I am checking off those boxes, Mm -hmm. but that's a, that's realistic. That's, that's how the journey goes, not just in bodybuilding, but building anything. You're going to have moments where shit doesn't, shit doesn't feel the way it did, but you still got to keep going. Got to keep checking the boxes. Got to keep winning the day. That is life Mm -hmm. because things are going to be thrown at you that make it even harder. So if you're just like cruising through life right now, I mean, obviously we all have struggles. If you're just cruising through life and you're not having that discipline to like get after your goals every day, I promise you when shit hits the fan or you're pregnant as fuck (laughs) and you're tired and all you want to do is sleep and cry. If you don't have discipline, I would have lost it by now, but I still work 12 hour days. I still take my walks. I still drink my water. I still eat what I need. Like I still hit all of my goals because it's just engraved in me, right? Mm-hmm. You have to have that discipline set into your life to get through any goal. It's not only just discipline, it's confidence. It yes. comes back to having confidence in yourself to be able mm-hmm. to execute those disciplinary actions. Those, mm-hmm. those actions that are ingrained in you have become habit because that's just what I do. I don't even think about what I fucking do anymore. I don't go to check-ins and hype myself up for check-ins. Just like, yo, it's part of the process. I wake up each morning. I get my walk-in in the morning. Like, it's just, it's just, dude, the shit clicks. I have the same regimen and routine every day. But like, I don't think people realize. Your, again, your happiness is going to lie in achievement. And I, I tell you this, and this is, this is one thing I wanted to add to this podcast. And I, I want it to be a warning. When you jump down this rabbit hole, it is the most violent and turbulent rabbit hole, and it will literally eat you alive. Because if you're happy right now, working your nine to five, right, being a great dad, being a great mom, if you're happy with just your, 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 your modest lifestyle, I warn you, I tell you this, because I know from experience, don't jump down the rabbit hole of trying to become a high achiever because it will steal literally everything from your soul. Now, yeah, this is incredibly hard to understand. And I have, I'm going to tell you, I'm highly competitive. 
extremely competitive, not with others, with myself. I'm extremely competitive. Like I don't, I will give up. I, I love what I do more than I love myself. And I've said this frequently. I will literally sacrifice my own health and well-being to win or be more successful, to pull up more chairs to the table. Gladly, I'll do that. Fuck, I'll eat people's children if it means I'm going to be successful. Better stay the fuck Whoa. away from my baby. Yeah, I don't know if you should have said that. There's a pregnant woman over there. I don't care. I will do anything it takes to be successful. Mm. I don't give a fuck about anything outside of that. And that's, that's the God's honest truth. And people are going to be like, well, that sounds kind of morally incorrect. I don't give a shit about vacations. Vacations make me miserable and depressed. I don't want to go. I have no desire to <laughs> fucking travel anywhere or leave my house. Because what I'm doing here at my house is creating ripple effect and impact. There's that buzzword. But true impact on people's lives and well-being. I'll miss out on family events and functions if it means I'm going to be more successful. I will do anything to win. I miss out on a lot of life and I have missed out on a lot of life while building Tom and train mm-hmm. the parent company, as well as the other brands that are associated. Now I've missed out on so much. I've gave up so much. I never once woke up and was like, Oh, I'm ready to get it today. I'm so fucking excited. Nah, another day. Like I just got to win the fucking day. I never even thought about it. It's not even a thought. Now I just win. I just, I just got a power list. Check it off. Okay, good. Done. Like, and just keep churning like that. And here you have a bunch of people on social media posting all the motivational quotes, all the hype videos, getting all the mentors, right? Paying all the bullshit money. They're wasting a ton of money, by the way. They literally, all they do is talk about it. But there's no action. There's no winning actually happening and you could pick out a few people on social media you see always posting the same motivational shit but take a look at their lives look at the past two years are they in the same fucking place yep yep Yep. they're in the same fucking place these are people these are success zombies so i was telling mark um that i've been a little slow on social media lately i haven't really been posting as much as i normally do he goes because you're actually you're actually doing you're actually doing things. You're doing things day to day. And so I stopped feeling um, upset with myself for not making sure everyone knew that I was doing shit. I just became okay with myself and the things that I do during the day and how I win my own day rather than making sure other people know and see that that's happening. Mm -hmm. And you kind of have to have a little bit of that. When, well, a lot of bit of that when of you're <laughs> when you're actually working, when you're actually doing, um, it needs to be less about what you want other people to view you as. Instead, if they ask you, "What do you have going on?" you could tell them, "I have a lot going on, actually." Yep. That's why I haven't seen much of me. And it's crazy because they won't see it happening. Right, and they think there's something wrong. They think they, there's something they, wrong. You know how many people ask me, "Are you okay?" Yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm good. I'm the best I've ever been, bitch. Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you okay? Uh, that, that's the real question. Are you okay? Because I, 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 I see you in the same place. Are you okay? But people don't understand that. And everyone announces their moves. They're acting all motivated, acting all tough, but fucking nothing 
at the end of the day, at the end of the month, at the end of the year. Literally, we're about to come up on 2023. And I bet you they're in the same damn fucking place they were in 2022. That's because they're just not winning the day. They're not doing the things in a disciplined, confident way to continue to achieve. Now, again, this is the success zombies. They're just getting it wrong. I'm not saying having mentors is wrong. I've had mentors. They're great mentors, right? I've, I've, you know, outgrown the need for some of my mentors, or sometimes I tap into my mentors and say, Hey, look, I got a, got a quick question. I got, I got a topic. I'll pay you for your time. Right. Gladly. What I'm saying is these people are doing all the things, being all the motivational gurus, but not winning the day, simply winning the day. They're well, not doing actual items that are getting them closer to the goal each day. That's my point. Yeah. The issue is, is people, they think because we have so much available today in 2022, they think, well, if I get all the mentors, if I do all these things that I've been told to do via social media, I'll be successful. But they're not able to do just the simple day-to-day things that they should be doing on their own that a mentor mm-hmm. or anyone, a, a teacher, should be telling them to do. Um, you have to have the basics down. You have to have that foundation down before you can just dump your life into other external things and think you're going to get anywhere. It's, that's just not how it works. It's not a magic. You don't hire a mentor and boom, all of a sudden you're <laughs> oh, a, a bajillionaire. Man. You actually have to implement all those things, but that mentor isn't going to handhold you every single day to make sure you're implementing yes. it. You got to do it yourself. Stop, Stop whining. Mm. Stop. Like I, I get, I have myself, but I also see other co- successful coaches get the same questions from aspiring coaches. How'd you get there? Mm-hmm. What'd you do? <laughs> I need to know. Blah, blah, blah. I can't get there because I don't have enough money. I can't Excuses. do this. This and that. I need to hire a mentor, but I can't afford it. Shut up. Shut up. I did it. I did it. Stop whining. I did it again with zero dollars in my pocket, zero mentors. God, just like stop asking what everybody else did. Focus on you. Focus on what you can do day to day to get, if you can't afford to, to start your own business, start saving money. Go get a job so that you can start saving money to build your own business. Mm-hmm. Stop asking your mentors, your coaches, whatever, what they did. You're not even kind of there. You're not even 25% there. Mm-hmm. You're asking the wrong questions because they, how they built shit is going to be way different than how you do shit. And if you're, if you're in a position to not even be able to start, stop asking them how they got there. You need to start something. Yep. See, she gets it. She gets it. And you know how I know she gets it? Because I see the fucking roster numbers. Mm-hmm. I see the shit. I see the growth. And I don't have to tell her, hey, do this, this, this. I've given her the knowledge or resources. And then she just did. Every day. Every fucking day. I didn't need to hold hands. You, simply, you just won the day. It's, it, that's, it's that fucking simple. Win each day. Now, as far as like maintaining your focus or honing that focus, that's a little bit of different discussion because, yeah, you can win the day every day. But if you don't have an actual focal point, you're never going to win anything. It's just it's yeah, you're checking off these boxes. But what are the boxes leading to? What is that needle on the percentage you know ticker? Where's that ticking to? And I think then I, I kind of split this into three things to, to really hone your focus and maintain your focus. So that inevitably you could be successful 
in years time, multiple years. You know, again, if we're not being short-sighted, it's going to take multiple years to create a successful company, right? Number one that I think you need to focus on when trying to pursue anything is providing value. Again, another buzzword. Sue me. But I understand the fucking buzzword. I understand it because I do it every day. I provide value. It has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with my own success. It's about what I give and what I provide to people so they can be better. Whatever business you start, the number one thing you have to consider is what value you bring to the table and provide. Any business endeavor, you want to be an owner of a business, you want to be a partner in a business, what value do you bring? You want to be a great parent? Okay, what value do you bring to your children? Because everyone can be a mom and dad, right? That, that has sex organs that are operable. Everyone can be a mom and dad. How many people can be a mother and a father and bring value to their children and invest in them without reciprocal actions? You're not going to get any reciprocal action to your kids. But that's how but that's how business and just life it's the is. the same thing. It's mm-hmm. the same thing. Mm-hmm. You have to go in it without expectations of what you're going to get back. That's how you provide value. The ROI in what I do with coaching and building coaching teams is seeing Tom buy a house and provide space for Monica and his son. That's the ROI. That has nothing to do with me. But I wanted to provide a platform so he could do that. It's been done. And of course, a lot of his actions and the the reason behind that is because of his success, not mine. It's because of his success and hard work. Right? Mm -hmm. You want to move to Ohio? You want to build something? Here's the platform. But you go do, provide value to people. It's not about what you're going to receive. In return, you're focusing on the wrong things and you're being selfish and you will inevitably fail. And a lot of people are talking like they're selfless on their stories and social media, but their actions speak so much louder. They're actually narcissists. They're narcissists to the fullest, but they're trying to bullshit you to get you to buy into what they're selling. They're they're snake oil salesmen. Mm -hmm. And then they go and show off like, all the shit that on the like all the shit that people are like compliment shit like that after oh, yeah. after they say how can i help you right, say bro. how can how can i help and then they how like can I help? and then they put all that other shit on their shit bro that's the number one <laughs> that's the number one bait and switch phrase for coaches right now how can i help how can you help you're not trying to help you're trying to get recognition you're trying to get business it's so it's very clear it's Easily very clear. You see through all the bullshit. I see through it all. You know how I know? Because I've actually, I've actually done what I'm talking about. I've done it. Same. I'm doing it. Right? These people inevitably fail, though. They are the hand to their own demise. I'm telling you this. When you're focused on something and providing value to people, the other day-to-day bullshit that troubles you in a day or distracts you, it, takes, it has to take a backseat. Literally, the only thing that you're going to be focusing on if you want to be successful is the interactions you're having with people and how it's going to help people. It's absolutely draining 
You know how many days I get done or got done in the past and I was exhausted and I earned zero dollars that day. But I woke up the next day and I fucking put my pants on. I did the same shit again. Until people saw the value that I brought and then I was able to continue to bring more value to more people by bringing more people into the fold and bringing more seats to the table. You know, people panic when they don't make shit or when they don't get something back. Mm -hmm. And then that's when they add on more stress. They take on a mentorship. They hire a business coach. They do whatever because they start panicking and they don't just want to continue, like you said, put on their pants the next day and just grind and do the same thing. Yep. Like, what am I doing wrong? And then they lose out. And they lose out on a lot because you didn't need to do all that. You didn't need to spend that much money, energy, or anything. You could have just kept going, doing the small things every day. That's all it takes. Mm-hmm. If you do those small things every day, it's impossible for you to fail. You, you literally, okay, for example, let's put, it in, let's put it in dollars so people fucking understand. Right? You start a business with zero dollars. You help people along the way. Every single day, you win the day through you know, finishing those actionable items every single day. Do that for two years straight. You're telling me no one in that two years has come to you and given you money for the value you provide? It's impossible. It's impossible. That just means if, if that's happening, you're not providing true value. You're a fake. And you have a lot more to learn. It's okay to be fake at first, I, I think, because a lot of people are trying to find their way. Yeah, they're just trying to figure themselves out. That's it. And to figure yourself out, you will dip into to areas and things that aren't maybe aren't you. Um, but ultimately, you'll, you'll align and merge into who you are because that'll be where your success lies. But I think that, yes, people have shifts and in, in they're, when they're trying to figure themselves out, they kind of can seem fake a little bit. Mm-hmm. Honestly, when you start anything new, anything great, everybody's going to think you're full of shit at first. And you yeah. have to overcome that. You have to provide value and show that you are the shit. Have to. And, pe- and some people, I think, also don't know what to provide value in. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, I want to. I want to give back to you. I think people have true intentions because I think that's an innate thing inside of us in humans. We're like, we do want to do good. We do want to help people. I truly believe that, but people don't know what to help in. I'd say, take what's your interest? Not sitting on a couch watching fucking TV. That's not an interest. That's you be a lazy fuck. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about you love, okay, do you love video games? Okay, well, there's multiple different things that you can get into. Dude, Twitch, mm-hmm. if you're really good, literally hundreds of thousands of people will watch you play video games that you're fucking great at, that you're knowledgeable in, and you will earn money in sponsorships. You know, I was looking at YouTube of like gamer shit mm-hmm. since, you know, we, we do That's that. We do. Yeah. Um, and these people get millions of fucking views and i think that i think hundreds of thousands is cool because i'm looking at bodybuilding shit so and then i go over into this other industry and i'm like holy bigger fuck like way bigger wider scale because why because normal people actually do that shit (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) but it's like but like there's so many ways that you can capitalize on your interests and even as as somebody who's building a business your interests as a person matter yep Think about, think about this. I built Dominic Train because I love working out. Because I was, I was raised in an environment, a, a, literally a gym. I was three years old in a fucking gym. Same. And I started, <laughs> I literally started by watching people working out and then training, personal training my friends in high school. Yep. Dude, that's how I started. 
I was literally providing them value and teaching them something. I, I got no dollars in return for that. Yep. And then I, I branched out because of technology branched out because I saw the trend of the industry and the direction it was going. I simply just provided value and things that I learned and the passion that, that, that we share now. And I just continue to add to them. When I, somebody asked me my uh, sophomore year of college, what do you want to do for the rest of your life? And I was a bio major um, and I, I thought I wanted to be a doctor, right? Because that's what I thought I was supposed to do. Right. I was supposed to do you that. you make the money. You know, way. I'll make the money that I need to. Somebody said, well, my mentor at the time said, what do you want? What do you wake up thinking about every single day? And I said, I would love to uh, get paid to learn school. I, I, like, I want to get paid to go to school and learn all day and read all day. And I want to get paid to lift. And he was like, you can do that. Yeah. And that's what I'm doing. That's literally what I'm doing every day. Mm-hmm. I read, I educate myself daily, and I lift. Might not be making money lifting, but it's a part <laughs> of it, it's it's a part of feeds what the, I it's it feeds of the persona. Yes. And it was simple. And I've lived off of my answer and his and his approval of it and him saying, Yes, you can do that. Um, ever since. And it was so simple. It yep. was nothing else. It was just I want to learn every day and I want to lift. It literally is that simple. You just need to find a way to provide value to people. And then you get paid for that when you do bring the value and it's not instantaneous. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's, that's step one in focus in, in my focus spiel here. If you so want to call it that number two on my list is change your mindset about opportunities. I don't think anybody that I know that's successful had someone just walk up to them and go, Oh, hey, here's a great opportunity. Go ahead and take it. You think any multi-millionaire was just like someone walked up to him and just gave him a fucking opportunity to prove themselves? No. These people were providing value, substantial value to people. And then someone may have come up and say, hey, look, I have this opportunity, but you're going to need to prove yourself. It's all in your successes in your hands. For example, my coaches. Yes, I was just going to say. They were literally providing value before I fucking hired them on. I say, hey, look, I'm building something really special. I'm building something that I believe in with my core and I would literally give my life to and have given my life to. I want you to be a part of it. I want you to bring value to people. I want you to improve their lives. And for the people that are successful as coaches, it just comes natural. They're making their own luck. And I don't think luck exists. It's created. They created the opportunity for themselves. You have to create them. Opportunities, they're just not going to be handed to you. Right? Stop waiting for the right time or the right, like the right opportunity. People mm. do that a lot. It they're like, I'm yeah. waiting. I'm waiting on the waiting big for break. What? The, the, yeah. Waiting for what? Waiting for, a, who, a for bus? Some, somebody to hold your hand. Right. I have, <laughs> I, have people, I have people that come to me and ask me, hey, can I coach for Dominic Train? Ooh. Okay. How, okay, how many athletes you got? How are you helping people? Well, I haven't, I haven't started coaching yet. I, I really, I need to learn. I need, I need a mentor. I need, you know, I need all these things. I, I, didn't, I didn't start with any of that shit. I go, you're supposed to create that. If you can't create that, I'm not doing that for you. So this is the thing about that, is that the people that ask you that shit, they don't realize that how, how substantial and how dope and how great of a company Dominic Trained is, they, they think that you're going to carry them into success yeah. instead of them doing it themselves. So what they're basically asking you is, 
can you help me? Can you do the work can for you, me? Can you do that? Can you do the work for me? Can, can you make me into that? Right. No, make yourself into that before you approach him. And that's the thing is like, I won't even consider you if you haven't won at all and you're not providing value. Why would I consider you when there's a ton of other coaches? I can go, I can literally go pick who I want for the most part and be like, Hey, yo, I look, I have this opportunity and I want to provide value to these people that I can't reach personally. And I need your, I need your assistance in this journey. Now, can I add people to your roster? Sure, I can filter people into your roster. Absolutely. Maybe people that I can't help personally or I don't connect with personally that I think are better suited for you, but you got to have the skill set. The proof has, the provability has to be there first. You have already had to create this opportunity for yourself and already be successful. And honestly, sometimes this takes years. Yes. And you lack the foresight enough to be successful in any facet long enough to see the win, to see the ROI. So I always thought that my development as a coach was fast and it has been fast, mm-hmm. much faster, it has. much fast. But at the same time, I've really been working at this, creating rapport since like 2014. And when I started at school at CSUSB working with clients as a personal trainer, some of those, some of those clients are still with me today. Mm-hmm. It started then. So my growth as a coach kind of, it was sky. It, it just went faster because I already had created that, but I'd been working on creating it for a long time. The momentum's already there. Yes. So that's how, and, and I think I get a lot of questions on how did you do that? Like, how did you do that? And, I, and honestly, I'm just now seeing the answer right now at this moment. Yes. Like I was actually already doing it and for you're, a very and long a great, time. And that's a great point that people need to remember that like, you're not going to see reward for your work every day. It could take months. You have to keep keep doing it. You have to be proud that you did another day. You you worked another day towards your. You have to be proud of yourself because like you might not see return for a very long time. The thing is, successful people will only see abundance though, in opportunities. People will successful people like winners will only see opportunity and abundance that there's more for them that they can achieve. Not that someone can give me, they because that's a scarcity mindset. People can give me something. I'm waiting for something instead of going after and getting it, right? That's when you have an abundance mindset. There's more for you to achieve always. So that that's number two. The third and final thing in this focus is is what is your level of commitment? Level of commitment has to be an elite tier if you're going to be elite or even good. I, actually, the whole. The difference between good and great. There's a lot of people that are good. You guys know the difference between good and great. You guys have a definition for it. Me? No. Any any of you? No. I mean, not not like a hard definition. Yeah. No. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. Is it? Because I don't think most people know. Okay. Well, what is your definition? I I think the difference between good is when you're good at when you're okay at something and like you're proficient. Yeah. Great is when you're great in everything you do. Hold on. Let me explain. Great coach, but you do stupid shit like do the dishes in a shitty way. You are an okay friend. You're, um, you leave pee on the toilet seat. You, um, <laughs> no, seriously, this is, it's, so, it's this simple. What I'm saying is if you're good, 
you're good at the one thing and you're proficient at the one thing, but you slack in all the other areas. Greatness breeds more greatness. You can't be great and do other things half-ass. Even the simplest shit, like wiping pee off the toilet seat, leaving the toilet seat down for your wife or girlfriend. Those are so simple. But yet you have people that work. No, seriously, you have people working at McDonald's talking about how they want to be great, how they are great, but they can't even cook the fries right. Ah. Uh. That resonates now. I see what you're saying. They can't even cook the, they can't even put the <laughs> bun on fucking straight and they want to be great. Show me greatness. Greatness starts with these small, actionable daily items and winning the day. You know what? I get it now because <laughs> <laughs> look, 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 look. <laughs> so my first job, my first job was at Home Goods. Is any, y'all know what Home Goods is? <gasps> oh, yeah. you know I love Home Goods. Home Goods was my first job. Really? Yes. And I loved it. And I could not get a job. I was what, like 18, 19. My mom went into Home Goods and was in, talked to the manager and was like, my daughter is a gem. Like she's amazing, but nobody will give her a chance because she's shy and she doesn't have any experience. And the, the manager hired me and every day I made sure that everything I did at home goods was to the best of my ability. I wanted to make sure that all the fucking pillows were arranged like pristine. I wanted to make sure that my job, I was good at my job. I was the best there because I never had a job before. And I just wanted to make sure that people knew that I was the shit. So I was a fucking good ass home goods worker. And her name was Tamika, the manager. And she was like, you are going to be so great just because you need to, you need to make sure everything is, everything you do here is, is top tier. Mm -hmm. And I didn't understand it at the time. I was just like, yeah, I'm just doing my job. She's like, yeah, but you do your job well. And it carried over into every single thing that I did. Not just at home goods, after life after that, even today, everything has to be to the best of my ability. If it's not, I need to do it again. Or why are you wasting your time? Why am I wasting my time? There was no, there was nothing I was going to gain, honestly, from doing everything right at home goods. I didn't want to stay there forever, but I had to make sure I proved to myself that I could do the best job possible. But see, that's where it starts. Mm -hmm. Right. That's how that's how greatness starts. I think people people try to skip these steps and say, oh, that, that doesn't matter. No, those little things like putting the pillows straight and organized, mm -hmm. making sure the price tags are all straight on the fucking rack. All that shit matters because it then it becomes habit mm -hmm. and you're literally ingraining that into your brain and skill set, because if you do it so many times, it becomes habit. Oh, you become disciplined. Ooh, you're confident in your skills. You see how all this is fucking tying together. Mm -hmm. It's really that simple. Like your, your, your level of commitment to greatness has to be top tier. I, I, in anything that you want to be exceptional at, it's going to take precedence and be a higher priority than everything else. Everything. And people are going to think that this is morally wrong. But if you want to be exceptional, it has to take precedence over other relationships in your life, regardless of what the relationship is. And being great or excellent, elite tier, it's going to rob you of everything else, which is why I said, if you hop down the rabbit hole and chase high achievement, 
be ready because that monster will need to keep feeding that monster that exists in me. It will devour everything in order to win. It's going to, it takes away from everything else in my life. Doesn't mean you can't learn to be better at some things. Of course you can. There's always room to be better in everything. But your level of commitment has to be amazing. So ask yourself some simple questions when it comes to looking at your high achieving goals and what you want to achieve or where you want to be. How far are you willing to go? Are you willing to risk or lose it all? If the answer is no, don't don't bother going. How much time in your day can you allot to business? I allot all of my time to potential business or actions related to the business. I don't go, oh, well, I'd love to really, you know, get some of this in today, a, a video game, or I'd love to watch this show today. Fuck that show. I will sacrifice all of my time to the business. You don't want to take that call on a Saturday night? That's fine. I will. I'll do. You, you stay at home. You relax. I'm going to be that motherfucker. What are your other priorities? Do you have other priorities? And where does your goal fall on that priority list? If your goal falls on the priority list, maybe third or second, you probably won't reach excellence, but you have to be okay with that. Some people are okay with that. And that's great. Stay where you are. Keep that priority list. Don't, don't, don't expect elite achievement with that second on your priority list. It can't happen. It won't happen. It won't. I'm sorry. So my, my point is that commitment it, it comes second to none. You have to be willing, willing to sacrifice. I'm willing to sacrifice fucking everything to win. And I truly mean that from the bottom of my heart. But people around me know this. They know the lengths I'm willing to go. Because I truly believe so much in the value that I provide to people. And the goodness that comes from the actions. And how people are able to make themselves or elevate their lives or build lives for themselves based on what we do. And yeah, you say, hey, it's just coaching, like big fucking deal. But people literally, their lives change. Mm -hmm. Their lives literally change. The quality of their lives change because when they start doing other little things correct in their lives, guess what else happens? They start to see the path to greatness. Everything else elevates with it. Mm -hmm. A lot of the people I work with, they start doing programming right. They start winning at their job and they start getting promotions. They start, they start achieving a higher tier or level in their relationships or their personal relationships and their marriages. They start getting that new car because they have these, they're stringing these, these consistent efforts together on a daily basis. I had an athlete tell me that her performance in her job has increased exponentially this week because she has put herself first in coaching and has focused on making sure she wins every single day in her protocols. That's what it's about. I have people tell me I got my dream job. I graduated college. I got my dream job right out of college. It starts with you. It does every time. I, again, I'm not sitting here preaching some, some motivational success zombie bullshit. I'm, I'm telling you all of this because I fucking do it. I live it. I'm giving you the secret to success right here in this podcast. This is a million dollar podcast. Every person listening has the potential to go make a million dollars. But what's crazy is that people will still ask you how you did it. They're still going to ask me. They're still going to be like, it really can't be that simple. What else did you do? Who'd you, who'd you get as a mentor? They ask all the wrong questions. All the wrong questions. 
You need to get better at asking the right questions and doing the right things for yourself. Actually, don't even ask fucking questions. Do the right things. Or just listen to what the fuck I'm saying the first time. <laughs> have, have listening comprehension skills enough to go, oh, that's what he did. That's what he means. That's what I mean. Go do. Go win the fucking day. And then have testicular fortitude. That's it, man. That's the secret sauce. <laughs> testicular fortitude. That's it, baby. <laughs> the last thing I'm going to leave y'all with. Because everyone lives a complicated life. Even as, as honed as my focus is, I still find things that drain my focus and pull away from my potential. I still find the things that are robbing me of future successes and my investments. And so the one thing that I do is I take mental note. Sometimes it's it's actual physical me writing it down and I write down a few things that I feel like are draining my focus or my potential. I write them down and I detox the fuck out of it. I literally just get rid of all that shit in my life. I cut it out. I stop feeding energy to it. And then that energy that I have now free and available, guess where it goes? Goes to chase the fucking dream. You know, a lot of people would think, would hear that and be like, he has no like balance or that's unhealthy. (laughs) But at the same time, like, let's think about what he just said. He just said he cuts out the things that do not get him to where he needs to go. That is, that is health. (laughs) It definitely is. (laughs) Like that is, that is balance. That is like making, as long as it propels you and your mental health is good and that, that makes you happy that is taking care of yourself. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times people will think of cutting out or deleting or whatever, no longer associating as something that is unhealthy or something you had to do. No, we want to do that. You have to change your language. You want to make sure that you are getting to where you need to go. And if that means that you have to cut some things out, that is for the benefit of your mental health and your sanity so that you don't have extra shit You got it because all those things are robbing me of potential providing value and achievement, which is ultimately my happiness. People come up with the, the, the buzzword right now for a lot of people or the buzz phrase is being present, be, be present, put your toes in the sand, listen to the waves crashing against the dock. Isn't it nice? Look at the sun. Feel it on your skin. Shut up. <laughs> your voice is creeping yes, out. It's hell yeah. that, went, that went too far. <laughs> Getting real descriptive over here, Oh baby. my gosh. All right. So my point being is like, people are preaching all this bullshit, but there are people preaching it that haven't fucking done anything. Yep. They don't know achievement. They failed at every fucking achievement they've ever pursued. They've given up. They've changed directions. They've done 50 million fucking things and failed at every single fucking one. They can't stay focused. They can't stay focused. They're telling you to, to get focused in the present, but they can't stay focused themselves. They, don't, they, they show no authority in their life and ability to create. I'm telling you this. It's not bad to be present. There is a time and a place. But if I was never a futurist and I never looked at potential outcomes and possibilities based on actions of myself and how I'd feel, how they'd feel, if I never considered that, if I didn't live one year, three years, five years in the future on a consistent basis, which, by the way, does rob me of being present in current relationships, 
I would never be able to help the people I am trying to help. I would never be able to provide the value because I would have never had the foresight and saw what is possible. There are times where, yes, I need to be present. Put my phone down. Enjoy my time. And there are times for that. But ultimately, what makes me happy is the thrill of the chase. Conquering, achieving, winning. And those wins are helping other people, not myself. So although it sounds really selfish, it is selfishly selfish. It is unselfishly selfish. Sorry. Yeah, there you go. There we go. Got it. That's better. Got it now. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> it is unselfishly selfish because, because I'm feeding other people, because I'm giving back to other people, because I'm giving opportunities to other people or helping people, I am becoming happier. I am unhappy without that. And I will chase that to the far ends of the earth. Yeah. That's focus, baby. That's it. I just, I just gave you all the secret to success. That's it. Now, time for a beautiful Saturday of getting after it. Love Saturdays. Leg day. Leg day. Are oh, you ready? I'm, I'm nervous. I'm nauseous about it. He's not ready. Last I'm, session we had was disgusting. I sounded like I was being tortured. People were like in the gym, like even Rania after was like, what the fuck? I never heard you make those sounds in my life. I would just look over after top sets and see Brit literally be hiding between machines laying down. Fetal position. Not, not, this isn't even me being dramatic. My no. legs were so pumped. I couldn't even get up. That's awesome. That's the first quad session you've ever done with me. Yeah. There's a lot of people that will say, hey, I'm going to train legs with you. They come train legs with me. They never come back or they don't finish. You finished. And I'm back for more. You're back for more. <laughs> that is and another person. That's just like that is Shelly. She came back mm-hmm. for more leg days. I put her through one leg day. I remember the tears literally. He trained she was crying. Me. I threw up. That was before I was even on the team. And I think I joined like the next week. Yeah. <laughs> because, because you wanted, you wanted more. You wanted greatness. No, what's crazy is that my mom used to make me cry in the gym. So it's not like it's nothing new. It's it's just it's it actually it brings me back. It's like it takes me back. I remember I used to be she used to have me doing this was old school bodybuilding like sit ups and shit, and I used to cry. She used to be like, I don't care if you cry, yeah, <laughs> keep cry. going. Yep, keep just fucking make, going. Just make sure you keep hitting those sit ups. <laughs> I love your mom. But that you. that's that's what it takes, man. That's you have to love that. You have to love conquering that. In order to find the fun in that. And then you're going to keep coming back for more no matter how painful it is. No matter how much it sucks. You're like, man, I can't be without that. I mean, I came back because I saw the results. I saw what I was building. And I was like, Mm -hmm. fuck, let Mm -hmm. me get some more of that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's the thing, though. When it comes to being successful, and again, in any facet, and I'll, I'll finish with this. You have to love that chase. If you do not love that, adore it. I mean, talk about love it more than anything else in your life. Love it more than yourself in your existence. I'm telling you, stay where you're at. Stay where you're at. Enjoy making whatever money you're making. Loving your time with your family. Enjoy that. Embrace that. Because the path to what I'm talking about is wild. It is so, winning is so ruthless. 
And it shows you absolutely no mercy. And if you ever read the book Winning by Tim Grover, it will you'll understand what the fuck I'm talking about. And if it resonates with you, if you read shit on that page, you go, wow, holy shit. Because the first time I read it, I remember uh, even before I read Tim Grover's books, people would always contact me like, yo, you ever read Relentless? Oh, you ever read Winning? I'd be like, nah, I don't read books, dude. I don't read that shit. Like, I don't have time to read these fucking books that you're talking about. People are like, you sound just like them. And then I read them and I was like, it's a mirror. Someone gets it. Someone fucking gets mm-hmm. me. It's oh, a mirror. I've always felt, I've always felt like a, like a fucking alien. I, th- I thought every time I had these feelings, I thought I was wrong. And I thought I was, I was morally wrong for feeling that. I take a, a big, I take a, I, I try to be as ethically and morally correct as I can in my actions. It was the first time I felt like I wasn't alone, like truly alone. I was looking back in a mirror and I was looking, I was like, holy shit, man. I would have Jocelyn read the pages. I was like, look, read this. She goes, oh my God, that's you. I was like, hmm. someone gets it. Like, I, I understand. I, I'm not, I'm not this foreign fucking alien anymore. And that's how I knew. After I read the first chapter of Relentless, I started making my moves to quit my job and move up to Ohio because I knew, hmm. I knew I needed to tap into what I'd been suppressing for so long and just make sure that I was always in the position to win. Always. I literally, and I told, I told everyone on the next team call, I was like, yeah, this book just changed my life. Mm -hmm. And I started making moves right then. The only reason why it changed your life is because it made sense to who was already there living in your head. Yes. It was like, damn. That's the only reason why. Cause people, other people read that. They're like, what is this nonsense? Yep. And a lot of people will be like, I don't agree with what's on this page. That's okay. You don't like, you don't understand what it takes to win. If you don't agree with what's on that page, you don't understand and you never will. And that's okay. But stay where you are mm-hmm. because what the road ahead that you're trying to pursue on is not made for you. It will devour you in your soul. Now, people are going to listen to this episode and be all fired up. People are going to listen to this episode and be like, I'm, I feel motivated. I, I can run mm-hmm. through a fucking brick wall. Don't look ahead too far. Go win the day. I believe you with that. Go win the motherfucking day. Mm-hmm. Do that every single fucking day for 365 days. Even if you lose sometimes, it's okay to lose sometimes. Evaluate, assess, and go, why did I lose today? All right, fuck that. I'm going to prepare, build the skills I need to be successful tomorrow and not run into this issue again. If you do that, you constantly are checking boxes and you constantly assess how you could be better. Bro, it's, it's inevitable mm-hmm. that you are successful. So go win the fucking day. Mic drop. Later, motherfuckers. Have a good week.